I salute you this morning in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's open the Word of God to Romans chapter 6. And hear some words from our beloved brother Paul to the church at Rome. I believe in slavery with all my heart. And I hope that before today's over, you'll all believe in slavery with me. Right. If you don't already believe in it with me. Romans chapter 6. Verse 16, know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. But God be thanked that ye were the servants of sin, but ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered you. Being then made free from sin, ye became the servants of righteousness. I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. For as ye have yielded your members servants to uncleanness and to iniquity unto iniquity, even so now yield your members servants to righteousness unto holiness. Amen. Amen. We could keep reading because the word servant is used over and over and over again. And just for the sake of the point and the interpretation of the passage, let's use the word slave. We were slaves to sin, but we have heard a form of doctrine delivered to us that should make us slaves to obedience under righteousness. And so the apostle makes that argument for us here. Know ye not, this is basic fundamental Christianity, that the gospel expects a changed life. That the gospel expects that we, who had once been slaves, it says it this way in uh, verse 19, that we were slaves to uncleanness and to iniquity unto iniquity. We weren't satisfied with one level of sin. We wanted to proceed and progress to another level of sin, a greater level of sin. And so we were slaves, but the gospel came to us, and it should change us. And we should want to be slaves to obedience, and slaves to righteousness, and slaves to Christ. If we keep reading, of course, we're going to find that the Apostle Paul still had a struggle in his life in chapter 7. But when we get to chapter 8, we're not just slaves or servants. We are sons by adoption. And what a progression in the revelation of God in the book of Romans. But I believe in slavery. You should believe in slavery. You were a slave. God made you free. And by making you free, you should have signed up to be a slave again. Do you understand that from what we just read? That that is supposed to be basic Christianity 101. We were slaves to sin, but now we want to be slaves to obedience unto righteousness. Lord, help us to be so. We are going to meet some Jews with the last public words of Jesus. John 12 are the last public words of Jesus. 13, 14, 15, and 16 are to his apostles only. 17 is to God. 18 is his crucifixion. His last public words are going to be rejected. And we're going to see some different kinds of categories of why men do not believe the gospel, do not become slaves of obedience under righteousness, 
because they're slaves to the fear of men and they're slaves to the praise of men. And we don't want either in this church. Who cares what anyone thinks about us? What God thinks about us is everything. Lord, help us. But God be thanked. You know that my favorite four words in that passage are verse 17. But God be thanked. But God be thanked. There's that inspired disjunctive saving us from our slavery. That thanks be to God who saved us from being slaves to sin. Let us pray. Almighty God, our Father, we are humbled by your plain declaration about us. You do not praise us. You do not pamper us. You do not coddle us in this world considered naturally. For we were the slaves of sin, the servants of iniquity unto iniquity, the servants of unrighteousness. We progressed from one sin to another. We were insatiable in our desire and craving to rebel against thee and thy word. But thanks be to thee who delivered us from so great a death and doth yet deliver and shall deliver, using it spiritually, Heavenly Father. We thank thee, O Lord, for saving us. And we thank thee, Heavenly Father, for delivering us from the slavery to sin and from the devil's palace where we willingly served as his slave and minion and dupe Lord, we thank Thee. Have mercy upon us today. Heavenly Father, we shall read of Your judgment upon the nation of Israel and Your blinding and hardening of Your own people. But we have that warning by our beloved brother Paul that we should not be high-minded, but rather fear, lest we ourselves be cut off from the gospel. Heavenly Father, we know that You could blind our eyes You could harden our hearts that we might rebel against something in your word. And if there is any of that rebellion in this assembly today, forgive us and rip it from us. Rip our shackles free, our fetters off, and let us, Heavenly Father, throw ourselves at your feet, willing slaves of the Almighty God of Heaven, our Father Jehovah and His Son Jesus Christ. We thank Thee that in your revelation, not only are we servants of thine, but we are the sons of the living God, and that Jesus is not ashamed of us as his brethren. Heavenly Father, be with us in this assembly. Let us see the truth of your gospel. Let us understand and rightly divide the words that shall be before us, that we might see your judgment upon one group of people and your blessing upon us. But let us use that grace Let not that grace be given to us in vain, but Heavenly Father, let us mount up with the power that you've given us to be great in your sight. We thank thee for the gift of the Holy Ghost, and we pray, Heavenly Father, that you will pour out that power of Pentecost on us, for we need it. Our flesh is weak. Our spirits are willing. We want our hearts and our minds to be stirred up our eyes and our ears opened, our understanding increased, that we might follow thee more perfectly. Have mercy upon us, Heavenly Father. We pray for your children around the world, that you will be with each one of them by your infinite wisdom and knowledge of their case and circumstances, 
that you will provide for them instruction, comfort, strength, joy, and peace in the Holy Ghost. We thank thee for America and to live here. We thank thee for the preserved word of God in our own language that we can read and trust at the word level like we shall do today. Now, Heavenly Father, we have been a week away from your house but for our midweek service. We have been tempted and tried. We have been seduced by the world. Our flesh is in total agreement with it. And Satan, as a roaring lion, roameth about seeking whom he may devour. Bless us now. Put a hedge about this assembly and keep the powers of darkness at bay. And let the Holy Spirit of the living God have free course and your gospel have free course in our lives. We are thankful and we praise thee and thank thee for thy merciful and abundantly good providence that has led us in our lives to this moment. All that is in the past is worthless. All that is in the present for us is unknown. We have this moment. Let us use it for thy honor and glory. And Heavenly Father, use it for the perfecting of each one of us that we might please thee more perfectly. We ask these things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, to whom belongs all honor and glory, blessing and riches, wisdom and power and dominion forever and ever. Amen.